to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te Today we are talking self-love, but not just any self-love. We are talking self-love in the context of the five love languages. If you don't know what the five love languages are, there is an author named Gary Chapman who wrote a book in the early 90s called the five love languages, the secret to love that lasts. And within that book, he has outlined the five general ways that romantic partners express and experience love. That is the five love languages. I'll get into them in a bit more detail very shortly, but the reason I want to specifically raise the five love languages in respect of self-love Keeping in mind, this book was definitely written for intimate relationships. Like literally the first chapter is titled, What Happens to Love After the Wedding, right? Can't relate. The reason I want to talk about it is because these love languages are actually applicable to all of the relationships in our lives. And what is the most significant, long-lasting relationship that you will ever have? The relationship with yourself. So let's talk about it. Really quickly though, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, head over to my website. I've got the link in the description as always, and you can reach out to me there. Of course, while you're at it, make sure you check out my free downloads if you haven't already. Also, just a quick PSA, I'm sorry if there is a dog barking in the background. That is not my dog. (laughs) That is not either one of my dogs. It is the neighbor's dog, and it has been barking all day and all night. So... I'll leave that there. I'll do my best, um, but not even a barking dog is going to stop me from getting this message out to you. So I think it's fair to say that self-love is something that we struggle with, myself included. I think that women in particular, and certainly a few of my coaching clients, have real trouble with prioritizing self-love, with making time for self-love, even just with understanding what self-love looks like to them. 
And I think it's very easy to get caught up in the busyness of life and juggling everything and kind of being everything for everyone all the time and making sure that everyone's good and everyone's safe and happy and fed that it almost feels selfish to even dare think of taking a moment or two to yourself. And often in between all of that is this need to prioritize our relationships with the people around us and the role that each of us play in those relationships. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that is a good thing. It's an important thing. Thinking about how you can show up for the people in your lives, for your significant other or for your kids or your parents or your friends, all of the people that really matter. I think it's vital that you have that much self-awareness that you can understand when you need to make some changes perhaps to bring the best of yourself to those relationships and vice versa from the other person. But we should also start using that same set of thinking when we're looking at the relationship that we have with ourselves as well. And arguably that's one of the most neglected relationships that a lot of us have. And that brings us to the five love languages, a concept which is familiar to so many of us. Even my almost 13 year old little sister-in-law knows all about the five love languages. Interestingly, my mom actually doesn't know about them. I think it must be like a generational thing because I was talking to a woman that works with her that is very close in age to myself. And we were kind of just talking about both of my parents because she obviously knows my parents as well and talking about how they communicate differently and how my mom is someone who is very much like a hugger and she's like a physical person, my dad, not so much. And straight away the conversation went into love languages because, you know, that's clearly where that conversation would go. And my mom was like, I don't understand. What are you guys talking about? So anyways, I digress. Most of us are familiar with the five love languages, but for those of you that aren't, they are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. And basically the theory is that everyone has a natural way that they give love, which is typically the same way that they prefer to receive love. And often when people in a relationship are at odds with one another, some of that can pretty easily be attributed to the fact that one person is trying to give love in the way that they would like to receive love when actually their partner has a different love language, so the message is not getting through. I am a firm believer in the concept. Generally, it makes sense for everyone that I know, myself, my relationships included, and especially when people close to me, like like my couple friends or people that I know that are couples, when they're having arguments, it is abundantly clear that a lot of it would be pretty easily solved if they just took the time to communicate in their partner's love language and vice versa. And of course, I'm not saying this as an expert because this absolutely 110% applies to me as well. And so the five love languages conversation is one which usually comes up when someone is complaining about their partner, or it could be one that just comes up when you're speaking, you know, having conversations with your significant other. Personally, I'm all about raising it on the first date because there is no time like the present. (laughs) But it's always only in the context of a relationship with someone else. It's never in the context of the relationship that you have with yourself. You might already know your love language. If you don't, it's totally fine. I have linked the, like, what is your love language quiz. It's totally free in my description. So you can find out if you want to. I personally love a bit of a quiz. Don't get me started on the Myers-Briggs personality test because I do that 
regularly. So I'm all about encouraging you to do it, but I digress. (laughs) Basically now I want to take you through some examples for each of the love languages of specific things that you can do to show yourself some self-love and start practicing self-love in the way that you naturally prefer to receive love. Kia ora, just quickly, those of you who follow me on Instagram or TikTok will already know that I'm obsessed with my desk bird standing desk. I purchased it last year and when I tell you it is one of the best things that I have ever invested in, I work from home and I could not do it without my standing desk. So I'm super excited to let you know that I have partnered with DeskBird and you can use my discount code MEHI to get $40 off any desk purchase on their website. They are an investment and trust me when I say I did a lot of research into the best standing desk before I purchased mine and I truly believe they are the best on the market. Even better, they've got free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10 year warranty so why wouldn't you want to check them out? Link and details in the description. Let's start with words of affirmation. So if this is your love language, or if not, of course, it doesn't matter whether these examples relate to your specific love language or not. I think if you can fit any of these into your day in a way which makes you feel good and feel good about yourself and feel good about your life, then you should just do it. But if your love language is words of affirmation, good things for you to try would be practicing your daily affirmations, using mantras that encourage self-compassion, journaling your strengths, your accomplishments, your goals, the things for which you are grateful, all of the positive self-talk stuff. And I have done like a few episodes on this, particularly on the affirmation side of things. Obviously, if your love language is words of affirmation, that is super important to you. Another thing that you could try if journaling's not for you, gratitude jar. And then maybe when you're feeling a little bit low or you're not having such a great day, open your jar up, have a read of some of the things that you're really grateful for and it would make you feel really nice. Next is acts of service. To be honest, I think this one is definitely mine. I used to be a quality time kind of person, but I think as I have gotten older and as I have just gotten busier, acts of service mean a whole lot more to me than quality time. I mean, obviously quality time is important as well, but yeah, when you're a busy woman, there is nothing quite like someone just taking the load off for a little bit and helping you out. You know, like when I have had a super busy day and I have not eaten because I haven't had time to, nothing makes me feel better than (laughs) my partner coming in and, and bringing me like my favorite food or like, yeah, everything kind of revolves around food for me. But anyways, Let's move on. How do you show yourself some self-love if your love language is acts of service? My absolute favorite and one which kind of confirms to me that acts of service is totally my main love language these days is scheduling. Scheduling all of your regular stuff, getting everything organized because you're doing yourself an act of service by getting all of your errands and your life admin under control because then you don't have to worry about it. It's something you don't have to think about and you can be really grateful to yourself for getting that stuff sorted. Other acts of service would be cooking, cooking yourself a really delicious, healthy meal that will make you feel good. Cleaning is also a really big one. Decluttering, love it. Organizing your space, creating an aesthetically pleasing space, especially in your home environment. Yeah, that's the stuff that gets me going. (laughs) So those are a few of the examples of things that you can do if your love language is acts of service. Then we've got receiving gifts. If this is your love language, some of the things that you can do for yourself would be taking yourself on a trip somewhere, taking yourself just out for the day, go and get a coffee for yourself, 
What are your favorite food? You could definitely go down like the shopping route. I don't mind a little bit of retail therapy, but also that can also be quite destructive, especially if finances are something that you're working on at the moment. So I don't want to encourage that too much, but I mean, if you can, then do it. If it makes you feel good, then do it. If it'll make you feel good in the future, then do it. Another thing you could do is if you have like a bucket list or things that you really want to try or things that you want to do one day, focus in on one of them, decide you're going to do it, make a plan and execute it. So I don't know if you've ever wanted to skydive or if there's somewhere that you've always wanted to visit and for whatever reason you haven't gone, just do it. Make a plan, commit to it and just do it. That is showing yourself self-love in the form of your love language. Then we've got quality time and that is all about being present, being present for yourself. So here we're thinking about doing stuff like meditation, spending alone time by yourself, doing that intentionally, reading, sleeping in if that's what you want to do, not overbooking yourself, giving yourself a chance to breathe and not have anything that you're required to do in that moment. Making time for the things that you enjoy, even if they're not going to result in, you know, making money. If you like baking, do some baking. Quality time in terms of self-love is all about doing the things that are therapeutic for you, where you can bring your whole self to it, do it with intention and know that it feels good to do it. And it also means doing things without being distracted. So turn your phone on to do not disturb. Just take that moment or minute or hour or however much time you have that you can prioritize just for you and do nothing else. And then lastly, we have got physical touch. There's levels to it. This is not an R18 podcast, but you know what you could do to make yourself feel good. (laughs) But if we're keeping it PG, which I'm also totally about, have a stretch, go to the gym, have a really nice relaxing hot bath cover yourself in moisturizer. I love that. Like I don't take enough time to do that, but whenever I seriously take five minutes to put like my body oils on and smell nice and like even do like a face mask, I feel like I really have my shit together. (laughs) Think skin routine, think a massage, take yourself out for a massage if you want to. Get a nice cozy blanket, like a new one, and then go and sit down and watch a movie and just like hide in it. My love language is definitely not physical touch, but that sounds like fun to me. (laughs) So you should do that. Anyways, that is about all for me today. Those are just a few examples. And I know that I talked a lot about the five love languages, but don't forget the point of this episode was to give you some examples of ways that you can show yourself self-love, but more importantly, to give you a new perspective and a different way to think about self-love. When you think about the health of your relationships with your loved ones, please make sure you're also thinking about the health of your relationship with yourself. Usually they're correlated. If you want to do more to show up for your family and your friends, make sure you prioritize doing more to show up for you too. Self-love and self-care doesn't need to be hard and it also doesn't need to be this big, overwhelming, impossible kind of abstract thing that you don't really know how to implement into your life. Just be kind to yourself and treat yourself the way that you deserve to be treated. And on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you've taken time out of your day to listen to me. I appreciate you for sticking around while that dog next door is just making me lose my mind. But we take a breath and we move on and we get on with what we need to do. Make sure you do something kind for yourself today if you haven't already and I will chat to you next week. Bye.